0: Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: Welcome in, everyone, to another installment of The Orange and Blue View. I am one of your hosts, Ron White. On that side my co-host dylan bond Arks. dylan how are you doing today on this great
2: saturday uh doing pretty good glad to be back after uh missing a week i did think i was gonna miss this show because i've had a little case of the flu but i'm here i feel a little weak but other than that i'm doing good
1: and that's great that you're feeling feeling better doing well Um, So we have a lot to talk about, guys, as it pertains to um, some news we got um, from um, the Denver Broncos as it relates to what's coming as it pertains to some upcoming restructures, perhaps, some trades, some re-signings. And also we'll get to your thoughts, your comments, our thoughts and comments as well on the NFL Combine. But before we get into that, Just want to say hey to a few people that have joined us so far in the chat. We have David McElrath coming in with a $2. uh, Thank you. Thank you, David, from Facebook. We appreciate you. He says, good evening, Broncos country. Hashtag confused about quarterback. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I I think we a a lot of us are, David. (laughs) Um, You know, uh, Dylan and I were talking about um, that and in, in the in the room before we got started how you know so, some of the workouts we've seen today um, you know have kind of made us maybe a bit a bit confused um, you know again I know it's only the first workout obviously but um, you know we'll get into that but yeah it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens at the QB position for your Denver Broncos Um again there have been a lot of uh, prospects particularly today that have Some have looked good, some haven't. There are some traits about their game that look good, some don't. So, again, we'll we'll get into that. But, you know, the point remains that we're all a little bit confused as it pertains to the most important position in the NFL. All right, let's see who else we have in the chat here. We have BK coming in Thank you, my man, for coming in with a ten dollars super chat. We appreciate you. He says, "Damn this this is the wide receiver wide receiver class is fast." Xavier Worthy four two one Wiggins four two eight. Yes, I did look at actually right before <laughs> we went live. I did look at the Xavier Worthy time, and I'm like, mm, "That that that guy is very quick." Yeah you know, that, that that was a that was a very quick forty there um and he's probably you you know what Dylan I almost think he's probably a guy that the chiefs are going to get lucky and get him somehow <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you, know I, you know he's kind of one of those people that I'm thinking maybe late first round um guy um but yeah Wiggins as well had had a very good forty time as you mentioned here BK but yeah it's it's a it's it's a very fast wide receiver class i, I might admit
2: yeah, that, uh, that worthy runner is pretty crazy, especially considering he ran a four two five. I think just before that, he could have just packed it up and said, "Oh, I'm good." But then, you know, he goes and breaks the record for the combine. So, yeah, that that'd be kind of annoying if the, the Chiefs went ahead and took him. But uh, fingers crossed. It is a big, is a stacked class, so they're probably going to get someone good regardless. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. Yes. <laughs>
1: yep. 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 Definitely. Thank you again, BK, for coming in with that super chat. We appreciate you. All right. Let's see who else we have in the chat. We got Mike Mike Woodward coming in with an evening, everyone. Good evening to you too, sir. Hopefully you are doing well on this lovely Saturday. Appreciate you for coming in. All right. Let's see. Got DTR coming in. With a comment. Thank you, DTR, for joining us. As always, we appreciate you, my man. He says, cut Tim Patrick and DJ Jones. Trade Jerry Judy for a fourth round pick. Then look at restructures. So, yeah. So, I I think, DTR, this actually does fall in line with one of our topics for this evening. As it pertains to some News that we got from the Broncos mouthpiece in Mike Mike Cliffs. So I believe this was reported as of yesterday. Mike Cliffs reported that expect the Broncos to start house cleaning their roster next week. So contract restructures, conversions, um, you know, things into signing bonuses and such. Maybe a release or two may occur. Um, And, of course, for that, they want to make sure that they can get it cap compliant, so get the cap straight in preparation for free agency. And then that essentially opens up on March 11th. So I know we had a podcast a few weeks ago, Dylan, as it pertains to maybe some of um, the free agents, the in-house free agents, that the Broncos could consider resigning. And, you know, per Mike Cliffs, they're wanting to look at in-house free agency who they want to bring back and so on and so forth um so dtr yeah i would say this this comment definitely does go into that and we we know i think we all assume at this point that russell wilson is going to get cut <laughs> um but yeah right on that list i have dj jones and tim patrick as candidates um for for, for a cut um, probably DJ Jones and an outright just cut. Um, and then maybe another team can pick him up. I, I think with Tim Patrick, though, it's gonna be a cut and then possibly see what they can do as far as a contract to bring him back, maybe bringing him back on a more team friendly deal, right? He's been out um for the past two seasons. Um, so it'll probably be a more team friendly deal with, with Tim Patrick after after the cut and i think yeah we're all in agreement here as it pertains to jerry judy you know if 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 we could get if the broncos can get jerry judy get like a third or fourth round pick from him um i, I think that'll that'll be good and and I, I, I don't expect jerry judy to be on this roster come next year and then from there i think you could see, see some restructuring um and some extensions as well um so with some extensions probably maybe a bulls extension perhaps, and or a justin simmons extension as well what do you think they're doing
2: yeah i think uh you hit it right on the head with uh dj jones he's he's gone as far as i'm concerned like yeah we're already thin at the defensive line position but he, he just didn't step up the way he was supposed to like he did the year prior where he had made a huge impact stuff in the run and even getting a couple sacks there. But if someone's not going to show up, I don't want to be paying them as much as we are. And then, uh, I, I also agree with Tim Patrick. There's, there's no way you can bring him back on that deal. And I think it's a pretty safe bet that you could get him re-signed because after two injuries, uh, low, uh, lower leg injuries, um, mm-hmm. Especially, a, what was it a week in a training camp both times? Yeah, I I find it hard to believe that any other team would want to take a chance on him. So I think you can get him back uh, pretty easily. And yeah, for Judy, I think high end and the absolute high end, you could get a third. I don't see it happening. I think you may maybe looking at a fourth or fifth round somewhere in there. Um, and yeah, you spoke the Bulls getting extension. I think he might be a a big trade candidate and somewhere to look uh, after today would be the Dallas Cowboys after releasing Tyron Smith or not releasing Tyron Smith, Smith, but they're not going to retain him. So that, that could be a spot. Um, We'll have to wait and see on that. But if they want to get some return for goals, uh, I could definitely see that happening there.
1: Yeah, that, that that's a good point as it pertains to to, to bowls. You know, I, I I think I think out of the two, again, I think kind of before this, the the candidates I had were bowls and Simmons, possibly getting the extensions. But yeah, I would say Simmons probably more than likely would get the extension, and then yeah, you're right, bowls w- would be that candidate possibly for a trade. But again, it will open up that that roster need left tackle and it's it's still surprising that the last drafted tackle for the denver broncos was garrett Bowles.
2: <laughs> that's a crime oh so, uh,
1: yeah that's just <laughs> you know you look at it you're like wow denver like out of all the drafting since 2017 you you haven't even tried to acknowledge you know at least drafting a tackle i mean obviously i know they picked up mike McGlinchey and, and such in, in free agency but mm-hmm. you know it you, they need to look at drafting a tackle so they, they can get them developed but yeah i i think yeah, if anybody i would say the most likely candidate for an extension i think out of the two would definitely be a, a justin simmons mm-hmm. um But yeah, thank you, DTR, for coming in. That was a a great, uh, great comment there that you had. All right, let's see who else we have.
0: We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast.
1: Mike Woodward coming back in um, with a comment says Penix has an lead arm. Yes, (laughs) he does. Dylan and I were also talking. We were talking about this prior to uh, going live that the 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 throws that this dude makes. I mean, it's they're just with touch, with accuracy, with it's just such a nice deep ball that he has and he throws. now you know again it's good that looks like the medicals have checked out well for him so that that seems to be good because i know there were concerns with you know that as it pertains to his injury history um but yeah i would say you know just kind of watching his workout today it it was just so fun to watch that you know that ball in the air Dylan. um again i think for the broncos though i I need to go back and look at some more Penix tape, Dylan, because again, the, the as I mentioned, guys, the, the, the arm talent is there. Um, and it was funny. Um, in his uh precedent when he had his uh meeting at the podium, um, of course, Broncos were one of the teams that he met with. Um, and he mentioned that they they kind of grilled him on a lot of those bad plays <laughs> that he made. Um, which again, that's par for the course. You know, I think Broncos probably grilled everyone on, on you know their entire body of work. Um, but you know, I think obviously he's gonna um, give kudos to Peyton and the coaching staff, and you know, there will be an honor for, to work with them if he's drafted by the Denver Broncos. But I need all that to say that the the arm talent is undeniable. It is it is very elite, Mike. I definitely agree with you.
2: Yeah, he's got a nice tight spiral. And some of those he was firing off his back foot with ease. Yeah. So, yeah, he's definitely interesting. It's good to see that the medicals checked out. So if Peyton likes likes his game and he thinks he could keep him upright, um, I I wouldn't mind taking a shot at him in, uh, somewhere in round two if we get a draft pick there somehow by moving back or whatever. Or mm-hmm. round three, you know. Uh, I I wouldn't hate it at all.
1: Yeah, yes, for sure. Thanks, Mike, for coming in with that comment. We appreciate you. Still on the things of quarterbacks, we got David Yunkin coming in. Thank you, David, for always showing up. We appreciate you. He says Milton has a can of an arm. Yes, he does. <laughs> he does as well. Um, he can he can definitely fling it. I did see some passes today from him as well, and they were with touch. Two. um i still think milton you know kind of with most of the quarterbacks will need a kind of a year or two to kind of sit um have a little bit of development under him but but yeah the as far as the arm talent it's it's there um it, it was nice to watch him today in his workout too so
2: yeah it's just a flick of the wrist that it goes 70 yards downfield it was pretty crazy i think they they were clocking the uh the speed at which they threw the ball to and he had like 62 miles an hour <laughs> something yeah. stupid like that like <laughs> crazy stuff yes
1: yes it's, it's crazy it's crazy just these athletes man it's but it was, it's was fun to watch all righty let's see who else we have in the chat got daniel berry sports highlights hey everyone hello to you too sir hopefully you are doing well on this Saturday, thank you for coming in. And then we got Tyler Padilla coming in. Hey guys from Twitter, hello to you as well, sir. We are doing well. Let's see, appreciate it, appreciate it. Ernie Mays coming in with the hello, hello, Ron and Dylan. Go Broncos country only. Yes, that's the only country that matters right now. So <laughs> Again, thank you, my man, for coming. And we appreciate you, as always, coming through in the chat. All right. So, Dylan, let's get to maybe some more, you know, um, you know, kind of going back to Mike Cliss's um, news bit here as it pertains to some of the potential cuts, restructures, resignings. As far as a... A restructure or a re-signing is concerned. Who, who else do you think might be on that short list for the Broncos to to bring back?
2: Um, I think you could possibly see a restructure with Cortland Sutton. I know he's got a bigger cap number, but I mean, with a good as good of a season he had uh, this past year. Maybe he won't want to restructure. He might want to keep his money, but it it just depends on uh, how Peyton and Peyton can uh, convince him to maybe drop the number. Hey, we could bring in another guy to take some pressure off. You get another receiver in free agency, maybe a depth guy. Uh, You know, help get some more guys on the defensive line. Um, Other restructures, I could maybe see Justin Simmons. Uh, just because he's he's a little older, He's still got great production. But for a safety, he's getting a little older. Maybe they could say, "Hey, drop your number down. We could get some uh, pass rushers up front, so you won't have to do as much work on the back end." <laughs> so mm-hmm. uh, those are just a, a couple guys I think I could see a restructure happening with.
1: Yeah, I you you mentioned Sutton, and yeah, I I would agree with you. Sutton's a an interesting one. I wouldn't be surprised if they converted a lot of his base salary into a signing bonus. And then maybe like add a year or two thereafter to kind of help spread out that money. I, I think with that, if, if you do that conversion and maybe spread out, you you can save more, you know, around maybe 10, 15 million or so um mm-hmm. dollars by making that move in in the new league year. So um, that that the, the Sutton one def, definitely would would make sense um, as far as a restructure a, a re-signing. I mean, this might be like a no-brainer. You know, Will Lutz um, mm-hmm. would definitely be you know for re-signing just because you know obviously the familiarity there with with Sean Payton. Um, you know, Sean Payton I think definitely has you know he 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 likes Lutz, um, and I think there's with that familiarity level of trust where he can count on Lutz to, to make those big time kicks and, you know, Lutz maybe struggle near to the beginning of the season, but, you know, after those um, few hiccups at the beginning of the season, he he came into the zone and was more than reliable. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I don't see the Broncos let him walk. He, sh- he should be back. Um, maybe a, a Mike Burton as well for a re-signing. Um, to maybe kind of juice up the roster. So, yeah, I, I definitely do see a restructure with Sutton. It wouldn't surprise me if that happens. Again, with that conversion of, of the base salary. And then the resigning with Lutz and Burton.
2: Definitely.
1: Again, thank you, Ernie, for coming, and we appreciate it. Let's see who else we have in the chat. We got Mr. Ron Keel coming in, as always. Thank you, my man from Facebook. Always coming in on all the streams, supporting us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. He says, good evening, Ron and Dylan, on Orange and Blue View. Go Broncos. Again, dude, thank you for coming in all the time. You know we appreciate you, as, as always.
2: Good to see you, Ron. All righty, let's see.
1: Let's see what else we got coming in. We got David Scott Sandoval coming in from Facebook. Thank you, sir. I'm not too familiar with the same, but thank you for coming again. He says JJ looked good. Yeah, so J- I would say yeah. JJ McCarthy, I would say overall looked looked pretty good. Um, as far as some of those the, the, those deep balls. You know, he, he could have been a little bit more more accurate. There were a few overthrows as well that I saw, but the footwork is solid. Like mm-hmm. you can tell this guy is pro-ready. You know, Jim Harbaugh and that Michigan offense. Again, it was a pro, it was an NFL style offense. So you can tell that some of the mechanics from JJ, it, it was. I think it can translate well in the NFL. Um, I've seen today with some of the comments, Dylan, that, you know, some people said it was an okay day for him. And, again, it, it was it was more than okay for me um, mm-hmm. just because I'm looking at more than just the throws. You know, again, I'm looking at how he moves his feet, you know, kind of how he throws the ball, how, how he sees it. So I'm looking kind of with a lot of those mechanics, and I would say overall that was good. Um, but yeah, I would I would say, David, I agree that overall he had a, I mean, he had a pretty good day. I I, I don't I don't think it was bad at all. Now some would argue that you know Bo, N- Bo Nix had a very solid day. Bo Nix and Penix for sure had probably the the best out of all the QB days today. Um, but JJ was fine. I, I, I didn't I didn't see too many issues there. What, what do you think, Dylan?
2: Yeah, I agree. I think. JJ had a a pretty good day. It's uh, and we have to remember, too, he's the youngest quarterback in this class, I believe, because I believe Nick's and Penix are around 24. Mm -hmm. So he's still a young guy. He's got some things to learn. But as far along as he is at that age, like that's that's part of the upside there. And you see the ball, it just zips out of his hands. His footwork, like you mentioned, was very good. Uh, yeah on some of those deep passes you kind of notice it with some of the other quarterbacks there seem like they're trying to get the ball to a spot instead of just hanging it out there and letting their receiver get under it but you know it's it happens sometimes and you know you have a litany of different receivers so hard to gauge but uh overall, I thought he had a pretty good day
1: yeah yeah yep. again David thank you for coming in we we appreciate it my man.
0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE.
1: We got Phil McLaughlin coming in from Facebook. Thank you, Phil, for showing up, my man. He appreciate it. Says, good evening, Ron and Dylan. After today, whose stock went up and whose dropped? Hashtag Buckham. Hashtag MHH for life. Hashtag Broncos for life. I'll let you take this one first, Dylan. Who do you think... I guess out of any position, um, whose stock went up, whose stock may have dropped, um, at least from from the prospects you've seen today, or maybe throughout the combine since the combine started. Who, who, sure. I guess whose stock kind of went up and then whose stock went down. We'll go we'll, we'll from there.
2: Mm-hmm. And hopefully, I don't butcher his name, but the wide receiver out of Texas is it Adonai Mitchell? Some. Donnie Mitchell. Yeah, because I think the transfer from yeah. Georgia
1: to yep yeah, to,
2: to Yeah, he, he ran in the four threes and he was uh zipping through a lot of the drills, catching everything out there. And uh I think he's gonna be a guy that goes early second. He looked phenomenal and uh some of the other I, I mostly focused on the receivers today, obviously, but uh oh what's his name? Ladd McConkey. Now that's mm-hmm. a guy I'm scared the Chiefs get their hands on mm-hmm. because he yeah, he's shorty. He's quick, but he catches everything, and his routes are just so smooth. Oh, yeah. Um, that's someone I would love the Broncos to get their hands on, but kind of hard to see that happening. And uh, and you mentioned before, uh, I I thought Bo Nix had a really good day. Uh, I think his arm strength it's been questioned a lot, you know, he had made a lot of short throws in college screens, nothing, you know, past 10 yards a lot of the time, but he, he does have that, that deep ball when he has to Mm -hmm. arc it, you know, he gets a good arc on it. It's, I think more of the concern is throwing it deep with that velocity and that, you know, arm strength in that sense. But um, I, I think he, he did very well for himself today.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you men- you mentioned some good ones. And but but before I go, L- Lad McConkey, he's 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 catching a lot of buzz. That's 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 a guy that I'm hoping that the Broncos may try to look at a little bit later on as far as a wide receiver. Cause yeah, he's he's underrated. He's very quick to, to your point. Um again, watching a lot of that Georgia offense, you know. He and brock bowers just made that georgia offense go i mean outside the running game we know what georgia possesses from a running perspective um but when uh you know carson beck has to to find make a throw those two for some reason always stay open so though i, I would say definitely i La- um i would say um just not from today but so far phil um the tight end out of Illinois hmm. definitely had his stock rise tip reeman out tip. of Illinois yeah okay. Yep. he yeah. he tested very well um some of the, the drill work was great as well um and I think he can be a more than capable blocker um so but yeah what I what I've seen um from from tip definitely um it's good also i would say uh the cornerback out of toledo i think Mm. it's i may butcher his name as well kenyon mitchell i believe yep
2: i think that's um he
1: he had a yep he had a great uh forgot himself um i think he ran like a 433 in the 40 yard
0: um so he's
1: helped his uh draft position out with that as well um, so yeah, I would say him and then Miles Harden out of South Dakota State, um, d- did well as well with the with the footwork and some of the drills that he was doing. So yeah, there, there were a few, um, people I would say stock up, um, in that regard, filling and I'm just looking at it from, from his totality. Um, I would say some of the, the fallers would be um uh what's the i'm trying to think of there was a guy out of notre dame um i think it's kidding. hart cam hart um, oh yeah, the corner yep the corner i can't yep um I, I would say he he was a faller. um as well with this overall and then um jalen key out of alabama um you know, was also coming some of the change in direction with him um wasn't the greatest. Kind of stiff, not so fluid when it comes to movements there. Um mm-hmm. so I would say those are some of some of the fallers I've seen um the, over the past two days.
2: Definitely. Um then there was a Kool-Aid he didn't get to test, unfortunately. So to no fault of his own, he, he kind of fallen a little bit just because he didn't get to see the testing, especially yeah. with some of those stellar corners out there like you uh, like you mentioned.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. But yeah, great question, Phil. Thank you for coming in. Mm-hmm. Alrighty, let's see. Who else we have? Coming
2: in. We have a few stars here, I believe, I from... Know. Lawrence Lawrence,
1: Thank you, Lawrence
2: Rivera coming in says what up guys.
1: I just want to say Xavier worthy man. Yeah <laughs> Yeah, Lawrence, I'm not sure when you joined but we talked about him kind of near the top of the show that that four, two, one, that speed man. It's That's <sighs> it, 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 it was good to see it and you know again, we, we fear that You know, he might be picked up from he seems to be you know, a, a chiefs guy potentially but we'll see but yeah, that, that was impressive. Um, yeah, he he had a good day today. He definitely, just, I mean, he was already at at a good stock position, you know, mm-hmm. stock value. But it's he's even risen more with
2: with that uh four two forty time for sure. Yeah, that's truly game breaking speed. And then he has some more. It's kind of a follow up. Uh, should we keep Jerry Judy and get Xavier Worthy? Now that might be hard to do without a second round pick because I think. Yeah at worst case or best case scenario for him, for Worthy, he goes very end of the first, somewhere in that top half of the second. Um possibly. I, I don't think Jerry Judy's here next season. I just I just don't see it happening with his attitude and lack of production. Um but I mean, grabbing worthy for this offense, but that's what we've been missing for a while is not just explosiveness, but just true speed uh, at the receiver position. And Mims has that, but um, I think he needs to add a little more to his route tree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I,
1: I, I don't, again, Lauren, thank you for coming in, but I don't see the Broncos having both. It's, It's one or the other. And, you know, I I think so. it it, kind of depends on, obviously, how the board falls and such. Again, if I'll give you this scenario, Lawrence, and for you, Dylan, let's say the Broncos do trade back into that 24 to 27, 28 range then they can probably pick up an Xavier worthy mm-hmm. and then maybe target quarterback later. And I, and you, we would think by then Jerry, Judy is, is treated or <laughs> at least gone at that point. So mm-hmm. that's a f- more feasible scenario. I just don't see with the pickup of an Xavier worthy Lawrence with Mims on the roster, and Cortland sutton probably like where 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 would judy come into play um so again that that's my thing but yeah maybe a a trade back and of course with that trade back dylan you know they can definitely pick up because there is no second round pick this year they can maybe pick up a second round pick Mm -hmm. um so again that's probably you know if Xavier worthy is the target lawrence that's probably the more than likely scenario um, for an Xavier Worthy to to get to Denver.
2: Definitely. Yeah. And if you're drafting a guy that high, that means he's replacing Jerry. Yeah.
1: But yeah, it's an interesting thought there, though. Thank you, Lawrence. We appreciate you coming mm-hmm. Thank in. Thank you. I think I think, think. All right. Let's see who else we got. We got Freddie Arbalo coming in with a ten dollar super chat. Thank you, sir. This is a new name for me. But again, thank you for coming in. He asked, why not keep Judy on a contract year where he has to play for his next contract and get a comp pick next year? I mean, you know, possibly. I I just, again, Freddie, I don't think, I, I think the Broncos are now at a position where they, they don't see kind of where the production has been there for Judy. You know, I, I, I don't, I, I just don't see why you're trying to keep Judy when, you know, again, you have Mims. And again, probably Tim Patrick's going to come back. And I'm pretty sure they're going to draft someone. Why would the Broncos still keep him on the roster, even if it's a contract year? You know, I, I I I just don't see the, the, the thought process behind it, at, at least for the upcoming league. I think it's best while, granted, the production has been down for Judy this, this past year and, and the year before. Don't get me wrong. It, it, Judy's kind of been up and down, as we know. But there's still some value there, you know, for Judy. And why not try to get that fourth rounder for him? um to, to play you know again that, that that's kind of again i'm looking at it from maybe how the broncos are trying to approach it freddie um, i'm not saying what you what your question here is is bad because it's a very interesting thought um but i guess kind of strike while the iron's hot of you know and production somewhat down but judy's still young and he can still play football why not try to get something in return for that but what do you
2: think they're doing? Um, yeah, I I don't really like the idea of keeping him in the sense that, like I mentioned before, he's been a pretty toxic guy for the locker room. And if you're yeah. drafting his replacement, and because I, I think it's a matter of when, not if. If that happens, if you draft someone, maybe you bring in a guy from free agency, but more likely draft. Um, how's he going to take that? Especially depending on at, at what range you draft a guy, uh, say you draft one in, even in the third, like that's that's a, a quote unquote threat to his uh, his roster spot. And if if you keep him there, like he, I I just feel like he's a negative influence to that whole room, and you you're better off just shipping him off earlier, rather than having him sit there with some young talent and be like oh you know we've been losers for this long and it's it's peyton's fault and it's whoever's fault for uh that kind of stuff so yeah i i just don't see him sticking around yeah and also with judy
1: you know it's when opportunities come his way he he doesn't capitalize Mm -hmm. you know we there have been a few plays when i forgot who the opponent was but he didn't even remember. He didn't drag his feet, you know, when trying to catch the ball to get the touchdown, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. Or, you know, he was he's been complaining about not getting the ball, and when Wilson threw the ball his way, lots of times he didn't catch it. All right. So mm-hmm. again, you kind of have to think about those things as well, Freddie. Of again, I'm I'm not I'm still not knocking Judy anywhere. I I, I want to make sure I'm clear that this isn't a knock on Jerry Judy because I still think. You know regardless of what has transpired with judy in denver he's still a phenomenal wide receiver. well he's still a great wide receiver it's just a matter of i don't think it's working in denver mm-hmm. and i think he he can benefit you know from a new coach a new quarterback new scenery mm-hmm. um and go from there and again get younger again I know he's still young but the Broncos can get younger in the draft with, with a wide receiver. And to your point, Dylan, these receivers may not have as much attitude or character problems. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and I, I also so, think Judy just needs a quarterback that's more about timing and precision. Yes. And obviously that was yes. not that's not Russell Wilson's yes. game. He's drawn mm. up in the dirt, scramble around kind of quarterback. And I think that's a part of the reason that judy's production was down but also like you said when given the opportunities instead of, you know he'd cry about oh i got in my conditioning today it's like when we're actually getting you the ball you're not making the plays that you're saying that you you would make if you were getting it so Mm -hmm. sucks to suck pretty much
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's a good way of putting it my friend All right, but again, Freddie. Thank, thank you for the question. This, this again, this this was a great question. Um, have the guys have us ponder on it. Let's see who else we got coming in the chat. And guys, no, Mister Producer here, so it's just me and Dylan on the ones and twos. We got Mike Edel coming in. Thank you, Mike, with a ten dollar super chat. We appreciate you coming in as always, man, man. He says, hey, Ron and Dylan. I do not like the idea of getting rid of Bowls with a rookie quarterback. Great show, guys. Feel better, Dylan. Yes. Go orange and blue view. Go Broncos. Yeah, Mike, I agree. I, I think again at this juncture, I I don't I I don't like the idea of, of getting rid of, of Bowls, at least at this point. Um, just because who who's who's behind them? Who's who's gonna you know if you get rid of them? Who's who's gonna start in his place? You know there there really there really not many options there. Um, and then you know you're gonna bring in someone from the draft. You know that that's gonna be a learning curve for for the rookie. So you know it it's I I don't like that idea either. I, again, that's why I'm thinking Mike that. I still don't think Bowles is, is long for this team. But I, I just don't see Bowles being gone this upcoming year. I, I, I think maybe after next year, you can maybe see Bowles being moved on along on the team Other year after that. But I, I just think until they can kind of figure out. The offensive line a little bit better, Mike. it, it I, I'm with you that I, I think Bowles needs to, to at least stay for now with this rookie quarterback because also you have to think about it, Mike. You know, this offensive line needs to still gel a bit. You know, it's got Mike you needs some continuity on the offensive line. Now, the depart the potential departure of Lloyd Cushionberry may affect that. You know on the offensive line for sure but I, I i'm with you that you know if there needs to be a mainstay that that remains in denver on the offensive line for a rookie quarterback i i i would want that person to be Bowles as well
2: yeah uh, thank you for the question mike we really appreciate it um with how it pertains to bulls I don't know. It feel it just feels like this is the off season. He's getting traded. There's been so many. There's been a couple of interviews where he's he seemed disgruntled. He's like, "Oh, all we do here is lose," and all that that kind of stuff. And you know, maybe uh, Sean Payton doesn't care, and he's like, "We're keeping you anyway." <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think if you get if uh, you get a phone call and you get a good enough return for him, I, I could see it happening. Maybe you get, uh, I don't know if you'd get a late first, but you could pre- maybe get a second round pick for him. Mm-hmm. And then if the Broncos do end up trading back, you could, there's some solid tackle prospects, you know, uh, Mims out of Georgia. I like a lot, of, especially in a trade mm-hmm. back scenario. Maybe, uh, if you stay at 12 and he's still there, a Fuaga. um, but, uh, and you also have to keep in mind, uh, Zach Street, the offensive line coach, he did wonders uh, this year with our offensive line. And he's a big part of the reason that they're one of the – I think we're in the middle of the pack, maybe even a little higher than that uh, in terms of offensive line rankings. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I think he could develop a tackle pretty well, rookie or not. Um, so I, I actually wouldn't be too hurt to see Bulls move. But um, it's it's hard to say right now. Yeah.
1: It, it, it is. I mean I think I'm a little bit I'm kind of with you, Mike, and you might be feeling this way, Mike. Let, let me know how you feel in the in the chat. But you know, this was the last as I alluded to earlier, right? The last tackle that the Broncos have drafted. And so you 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 kind of feel that way of a homegrown tackle for Denver. You're you know, you're you're letting walk or you're you're cutting or you're trading. It's kind of you know, and I, I kind of have that sentiment there, but you know, again, I, I get I, I still don't see again, it could happen to your point, Dylan. It could happen in, in this offseason that bulls could very well be traded. But my I I I like what you're saying in the sense of you know it I would still want some continuity there at least for this upcoming season maybe thereafter, but again, if the Broncos draft a tackle, you know uh, uh bowls going may may even be more likely it just depends. We just have to see what 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 the Broncos do from from a draft perspective. I'm hoping building that this is the year that the Broncos address the tackle position draft somewhere it's a deep it's a deep tackle class um and you mentioned mims man yeah mims is uh man love that guy yeah he's he's good he's good
0: (laughs) i wouldn't be mad at that pick at all
1: i would not (laughs) i would not be mad at that pick whatsoever um dude Mm -hmm. dude is dude is legit dude is legit
2: so if if we know uh sean payton's history he he likes the draft O line, whether it be yes. guard or tackle. Even you know, centers a lot in the first mm-hmm. round. So he he definitely invests in that uh in that area. Yeah. Most
1: definitely, most definitely. All right, let's see who else we have. And again, Mike, thank you for coming in with the comment. We appreciate it. Mm-hmm. All right, let's see. At here
2: um let's see wow oh, uh, let's see. I have some more stars here from Phil oh from Phil thank you Phil
1: <clears throat> he Phil said, says, yeah I think Judy has 14 or 15 million next year if we trade him and pay him an incentive can we get a higher pick for him yeah, Phil. I'm. I'm actually not sure. I. I don't see. I'm gonna have to do a little more research. Maybe how that might work. I. I don't see Judy. Maybe getting more than. Probably won't get more than a, a. I think the third is probably the highest. At least from a pick perspective. Um. Mm-hmm. So the Broncos can potentially. Um. Get 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 a third for him, but I, I'll have to look at, you know, what happens, you know, if they pay them the incentive and it, it, it that that could come in and pay people with, with the comp pick as well, potentially. Um, but yeah, I, I would say that the the highest definitely for Judy, if, if it were, a trade were to go
2: down would probably be a, a third round pick. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess you could also look at it as maybe the Broncos take a fourth or a fifth form and they get that cap relief of 14 to 15 million instead mm-hmm. of paying him that because him we down. know yeah. even with the salary cap increase the Broncos could use as much wiggle room as they could get um so yeah maybe you could uh pay that salary and maybe you could bump up to a third or so but i i think it's more likely you're you're offloading him to not only you know, get him out of the room, get a draft pick, but to also free up some of that uh, mm. 14 to 15 million. Yep.
1: Yep. Agreed. Thank you, Phil, for coming with that question. We appreciate it. All righty. Let's see who else we have. So I see some comments in here. Looks like there they are a lot of people either watching Bo Nicks or on YouTube highlights or are they. They looked at him earlier. There, there's a few Bo Nix fans and again. Yeah, guys, Bo Nicks had a great day today. Um, so let's see. We got F refs coming in. Um, getting Braden Fisk and Spencer Rattler is on my wish list. Yeah, Spencer Rattler. So the more I'm watching Spencer Rattler, the more I'm liking the dude. You know, I, I, Dylan, I really, and I know he's one of the quarterbacks the Broncos also met with. And I honestly, I, this is what I've been thinking, or this has been one of the scenarios I've kind of written up. <laughs> getting Brock Bowers in the first round and then getting Spencer Rattler in the third i'd like it you know I, I i think that's that would be that would be a, a good haul i think for the broncos you know again depending i i don't know i think with spencer rattler because i do think his i mean his stock has already risen mm-hmm. and i think by drive time it's it's going to rise more but um you know i i i, I wouldn't be opposed to that at all the dude can make you know every type of throw Awareness in the pocket. Um, so yeah, F Ref spent the route will be good and the defensive lineman fist. Yeah, Fist looked good as well. I, I did watch um some of him. Um, and from what, what I see, he looked. I need to look at um kind of his combined results. I haven't really looked at analyzing results yet from him, from but from what I saw, um, he looked good as well. But again, for a defensive lineman, it's it does hurt Dylan that. I know that's high on the Broncos list, I would imagine, and not having that second round pick—that's where that comes into play. Not having that second round pick because there's going to be there's going to be a run on defensive line. It's maybe late first and getting into that second, and the fact that the Broncos don't have that second round pick does hurt, with quarterback being the priority. So. Um, that that's where, you know, that trade back potentially, you know, in the first round can come into play. You know, you, you know, you trade back into the 20s to pick up that second round pick. Maybe you can target or get that Bo Nix with someone like a Braden Fix or Fisk or a defensive line in the second round. And maybe Spencer Rattler, round three, if, if he's there. You know that 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 can be a potential scenario, f But, um, but yeah, I, I think uh, Braden Fitz definitely did uh, his stock did rise for sure after, after after his workout.
2: Yeah, he looked very fast, very explosive for defensive lineman. Uh, definitely wouldn't mind adding him uh, to the Broncos group. But like you said, don't have that second round pick, and that really hurts. Um, and then for Spencer Rattler, yeah, if you can get him in the third. Um, that's that's pretty low risk and uh if he doesn't work out for whatever reason in one year you could turn around draft another guy next year not feel too bad about it
1: yep yep and again at first thank you for coming in with that that, that that's a great comment to two very good prospects
2: there oh, and i see it looks like we have um some stars from lawrence but it's for another comment that i will look for here really quick william james okay thank you lawrence i believe that's this one here
1: oh yes thank you for coming in william james baker evening guys new to your show from london Thank you sir for coming in from London wow. We appreciate it one forty nine am oh man <laughs> yeah early in the morning there we don't get a lot of news from combine in the UK so who are your top five picks that we that are must sign in the draft free agents for free agency yeah thank you William James Baker for coming in and thank you thank you for joining us first time we appreciate it and those little early there in the uk in the morning but we, we appreciate you coming in um top five picks that that's a good one um i i, I would say i'm not going to give specific players here william and i might be assuming you're talking about like some of the the positions but i would say looking at it from a position perspective what's what's what the broncos need to target we know quarterbacks number one. Hmm. No, not, nothing else could go until until the quarterback situation has been addressed. Number two, defensive line. <laughs> mm-hmm. The de- defensive line and particularly the depth. We know the, the depth definitely defensive line is just it's not good. Um, so defensive line is is a second position group um that, that needs to be targeted. I would say third would be edge mm-hmm. like i know it's with the defensive line but the, the edge the edge group specifically we, we, we need that person like that von person to kind of go to go get to, to go get the quarterback um fourth would be
2: and then this is kind of where i'm struggling maybe, fourth i would, would say be, probably maybe a, a corner or a safety you'd think right somewhere i was secondary. gonna go
1: corner yeah I was, well, I was tossing between I was tossing between corner and and wide receiver, even. Mm, <laughs> but I, I yeah. think I'm gonna say corner first, yeah. just because we, we need another boundary. You know, we have obviously PS2 is, is PS2, he's him. And then you know, McBillion came on strong, but he's more of a slot. Mm-hmm. And we know DeMar Mathis was supposed to be. That love the other guy, but he just fell flat on his face uh, last year. So uh, addressing the corner, I would say, is is definitely another one. And then I would even say a sneaky knee would be wide receiver. And to put in some honorable mentions, and this is for you, Dylan, as well, um, inside linebacker. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, the inside – and, you know, you've heard that they're moving Drew Sanders now to edge, to outside. And it's Terrible. like, when will they learn, like, keep – you know, he's a natural inside linebacker. Yes. Keep him there. But then you did see, and I, I and I was looking at some of his tape, and you can see, because, you know, for the inside linebackers, they're very cerebral. They're very smart. You know, they, they kind of mm-hmm. have to know some of the lanes, the gaps, you know, kind of know where the running backs, some of the people are, at, you know, as they're going through with some of the lanes. And you can tell he looked lost up there a lot. And, again, I understand it's his – that was his – rookie year i get it but you know i i think that might have attributed to the reason as to why they made the move as opposed with edge you know with edge you can just say go get the quarterback now i think Mm -hmm. with edge he's probably going to need to walk up a little bit more (laughs) yeah um but yeah I, i would say uh william again not not addressing specific players um but those would be the uh the positions that um the, the the broncos should definitely prioritize in the draft and free agency
2: yeah i, I completely agree with uh, all your picks there and as much as i would love to <laughs> harp on the uh, drew sanders moving the edge we're coming up on time so because i could go on rant on that for a little <laughs> while because it actually pisses me off quite a bit <laughs> but um you know vance joseph and those hybrid players. Um, Yeah, it's uh, I I agree with the rest of your picks there. I think that a solid, yeah, wide receiver is a sneaky need for sure, and uh, especially corner there because it's PS2 and nothing really else. Yeah, yeah,
1: again, William, that's a great question. Thank you. And Mm -hmm. you know, we we maybe get into more specifics, um, into maybe some of the players um you know as we look at more tape, maybe more combine film you know um some of the pro days and and such also go on the milehighhuddle.com um, .com. um I, I think eric um trickle has posted uh, a few articles as it pertains to um you know some of the some of the players um as well and kind of how they've done at the combine so far but yeah that that's that's a great question thank you for coming in again my man
2: and uh, i just wanted to give a shout out to phil he also uh Oh, it looks like he put the question here, too. But he was also helping get William uh, yep. his question. Thank you, guys. More. Thank you. Thank you, too, so much. That's very That's very nice of you guys.
1: Very helpful and helpful. Thank you, guys, for coming in with that. We really appreciate the, the support and help. All right. Let's see who else we have. I did see another star here. Oh, another one from Mike Edel. Yep. Mike Edel with a $5 super chat. Thank you, my man, for coming in again. He says, Judy can't catch. <laughs> i don't care who throws to him (laughs) great route runner can't not catch lol yeah that's i i don't i don't disagree with you mike i mean again when the opportunities have come his way he's 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 dropped a lot of balls and you know that that's that's always been my thing of you you know you, you you complain when you know you're not receiving the ball but it's like what are you gonna do when the ball comes your way? What are you gonna do with that opportunity? And yeah, and he's fallen short. So, you know, everyone knows that he's he's a great route runner. Um, but he can't he, he, he just can't catch, at least not in this offense, and I think Dylan, you brought up a good point of it may be it's just not a good fit with Russell Wilson, right? Because We know with that great route running of Jerry Judy and, you know, how he, you know, kind of how he maneuvers in and out of breaks, a lot of that is based on timing. And Russell Wilson is just not a timing type of quarterback. So it'll be interesting, Mike, to see, you know, if, you know, Judy, and we're thinking he's going to, be traded but if he does get to another when he does go to another team you know how that changes and you know if if the production does get better if it increases you know if if we see a different judy in another team but yeah i think right now with how the quarterback situation is with this style of offense it's just it's not benefiting judy at all and i think you can kind of attribute that to him not catching a lot of these passes
2: yeah, that's uh kind of in the story of Jerry Judy's career in Denver. All bark and no bite. Just can't uh, you could you can make excuses for him too, like I reasons, excuses, whatever you want to call it. With you know Russell Wilson, obviously not the type of quarterback that would work well with Jerry Judy. And you could also say, hey, maybe he's not getting the ball thrown his way enough to where he can get into a rhythm and catch balls. But the fact of the matter is, he uh he just didn't work out here. And that's that's gonna be the Jerry Judy story in Denver.
1: Yes. Yep. It's a story. You know, again, great player, just again right now, just not a fit in Denver. All righty. Let's see who else I wanna take this one and then we're we're Right at the hour mark, guys. So we're going to wrap it up um, after this one. But I think this is an interesting question from Todd Osendorf. Thank you for coming in, my man. He says, Could we see five QBs taken in the top 10? I mean, it, it really potentially, you, you can. You know, it, it really just does depend on, you know, if they're trade backs from some of the other teams. I mean, you may, you know, who else is there between 6 and 10? I know the Titans are up there, the Giants, uh, Falcons. Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, so I know those Those may, you know, depending on what happens with Atlanta, they. I know they've been speculating that they may get Justin Fields, you know, in a trade from Chicago. Um, so if that's the case, they may move back to another team, pining for quarterback. Um, so you could see um, you know, with some some trades and some maneuvers, Todd, five quarterbacks taken in the top ten. We all know Caleb Williams, Drake May, Jane Daniels, they're 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 gonna go. Those are the first three to fall. Now, you know, there's been title that JJ McCarthy might be in that um top ten range as well. Um, because you, you could possibly see that happen. Um, and then again, maybe depending on how the rest of the combine and with some of these pro days happening it, it, again, as the stock rises, you could see, um, you know, maybe a kind of squeeze out around out that top 10 possibly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's definitely not out of the rim, not on of the rim of the possible Todd that, um, maybe five, but I, I do think. I really think it's just going to be the top three um, again, unless someone falls in love with a with the JJ. Because I think JJ McCarthy is going to be the next one off the board, um, quarterback wise. Um, it's probably going to be that that top three, those top three quarterbacks that are taken in the top ten.
2: Yeah, I think uh, you're more likely to see five quarterbacks taken in the first round, top ten. I, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I see that really. Cause that means you're fitting obviously the top three guys, JJ, and then we'll say Bo Nix somewhere going in the top 10 and you have to factor in, does Minnesota get Kirk cousins back? Where does Russell Wilson go? Where does Justin Fields go? So yeah, kind of, kind of hard to say, but I, I, I just bet on five in the first round uh, uh, rather than in the top 10.
1: Yep. All righty. So we are over the hour mark. Let's see here. Let's I just want to make sure we got the and we got Michael Ronke coming in as always, saying great show tonight, Ron and Dylan on Orange and Blue View. Thank you, my man, for coming in with that. We appreciate it. So I think that's it, guys. Again, thank you all for tuning in to another installment of the Orange and Blue View. Again, this was a great conversation. You know, this time flies by, Dylan. Like every Saturday. Mm-hmm. And you know, now I, I I love this time of year where, you know, the the combine is on and we can start, you know, looking more in depth at these prospects, um, and talking who might be a good fit for Denver. It's just it's just such a fun conversation and also makes for not a great conversation with us, but content on our site as well. So with that, guys, please check out content on Um, the latest article as it pertains to all your news, all the combine coverage as well. Um, make sure if you don't do anything else, make sure you. So, like, subscribe, and share across all the platforms, and also follow us on X. I'm at Ron White NFL, and then that guy there is at Dylan Von arcs MHH. Again, thank you guys for coming in. Any parting words for our um, who here, Dylan?
2: Yeah, uh thanks for showing up tonight, guys. It was a really great conversation. Some really uh thought-provoking comments tonight and questions. And um yeah, I'm I'm gonna get some rest because I I'm pretty dead right now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take it easy. Yeah, please go ahead and get that rest, guys. And again, we will catch everyone next week. Thank you all again and go Broncos, go Broncos.
0: Head on over to milehighhuddle.com for all things Broncos.